This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You think your dog deserves the best. BarkBox knows they do. And the best is exactly what BarkBox delivers every month. BarkBox keeps your dog entertained all month long with original toys and healthy, yummy snacks. You'll get fun themed goodies curated for your dog, and you'll be joining a community of pups and their people. Sign up now, and BarkBox will double your first Thanksgiving themed box for free. Get your gobble on with twice the toys, treats, chews, and turkey day fun. To start spoiling your dog and get your free upgrade, visit BarkBox.com slash podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This is part two of my interview with Raven Hoquette about being supernaturally paid. If you have not listened to part one, pause right now, stop it, go back to the first one, listen to that, and then come back here. 
I also want to congratulate Raven on her podcast that launched this past week. Um, and her show actually topped number 54 on the Apple podcast charts in the entrepreneurship category. So I'm very excited. Congratulations to Raven. I believe the success with the podcast is just a testament to her obedience and just her journey thus far that she's going to talk more about in this episode. If you have not subscribed or listened to the Supernaturally Paid podcast just yet, go ahead and do that. Of course, it is produced managed uh, by Anchored Media. And if you want us to help you with your podcast as well, just click the link in the show notes and go to anchoredmedia.com. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. I want to talk to you a little bit about, because I love how when we're having this conversation, you're bringing up the word. And a lot of people struggle with understanding the word and really internalizing it to where they can apply it to their day to day. And this is something I want more believers to just take to heart and, and not settle with not knowing the word of God, because we'll get to like the podcast in a second. But in your first episode, you talked about um, how a lot of these, this witchcraft and these new age things just manipulate scripture. Even when the enemy went, when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days to pray, the enemy went up to him and he gave him scripture, but doesn't, you know, X, Y, Z. And then Jesus was like, it is written this, that, and other nice try, but no, that's not what it says. But the same thing for us is easy for us to get tempted and even go into things that have forms of godliness, but God is not even involved when you don't know the word. So for you, as after you had that encounter, after you started serving people notice, then what did it look like to really study the word so that you can live it out? How did you go about understanding it and things like that? I think that one of the best things that we could do in our relationship with God is really try to be a friend to him. Like think about if your friend tells you something, any type of instruction and you don't understand it, you're going to ask like for an explanation. I don't really, I don't get this. Which, which turn do I make? Where do I go? You're going to ask specific details on whatever it is that your friend is saying what that's supposed to mean to you, how you're supposed to take that. And so when I'm studying my scripture, I'm not opening up my Bible and then running. It's like, that's what I used to do. And it would really feel confusing. Like, what, is, what, what did I just read? You know, what was that about? I'm sitting and I'm asking God, how does this apply to what I have going on? Because sometimes it applies to what I have going on. And other times it's something that I'm studying so that I can sow it into somebody else. So I'm asking him how it applies. I'm asking him what he wants me to take from it. Um, I'm also making sure that I'm in a place when I'm studying that I'm not distracted. So often, like, we just want to be able to say that we're spending time with God. So it's like, let me hurry up and do this. But I got the TV on. I got the kids running around. I got my laptop open and I'm about to respond back to this proposal. I got Instagram open on my phone. Like you got all these different things open in addition to your Bible. And you're wondering why you can't really get in tune 
with the word of God the way that you're supposed to be. I would also mm -hmm. highly recommend like nothing against like apps or anything like that, um, you know, that do the Bible, but I would highly recommend a physical Bible. I literally have like four Bibles, y'all. Like there is one in the house. <laughs> there is one at my office. There is one in the car. Like I don't want to be without my Bible because just depending on this phone, like it gets so distracting that now I'm opening up my Bible app, but so-and-so is texting me. What they talking about? This alert on Instagram. What they talking about? What they got going on? What did she just say? Like, it's so easy to get distracted when you put yourself in this place where everything and their mother can come up and just distract you. I think also um, you have to really understand what it truly means to study. I remember one time I was watching a sermon um, ironically, it was like on Instagram, somebody had posted like a clip. And so when I was watching the sermon, God was speaking to me about this person. And I didn't understand because like, you know how you be, God will speak to you about stuff you didn't even ask about. So I'm like, Hello. Right. <laughs> so he's speaking to me about this person who I don't know. And the sermon was really good. But he told me, he said, this person is a geek. And I was like, what? Like, cause it was, I don't even use that word. So I'm like a geek, like what? And he's like, they're a geek in the way that they study my word. They mm -hmm. study my word to understand. They study my word and ask me, they ask questions. Think about back in the day in school, the geek is the one that always got a question. Well, how does this relate? Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Like they're being the teacher's pet and all the rest of us just want to get up out of there. But the geek is like, no, I got to get this because when we have this test that comes up on Friday, I want to be able to pass the test. And this is what happens when you just read the word of God, but you don't study it and you don't ask how it applies to you. That mm -hmm. test comes and you don't know how to handle the test. This is why so many people, you don't understand why you're, you're constantly struggling in your finances. Why do I keep getting this test? Ask yourself, what have you not retained from the word of God as to why you have not passed that test yet? Because when I finally figured out like why my finances kept being tested. It was after studying the word of God. And that's when I was like, oh no, like y'all can't mess with me with this. Cause I know how to basically fight this in warfare. I know how to fight this, you know, with the word of God. Um, a big thing that I used to do, and this was back when I only had, you know, the Bible app and everything else is distracting me while I'm opening up your my Bible. You know, the Bible app has like, well, the version app, they call it, um, has the whole like streak thing. So it'll tell you like, oh, Raven, you're 10, 10 days in a row. Like, congrats. Like, don't mess this up. Like, so I found myself like they would send that little reminder like later in the day. So I would be like dog tired because I haven't like been obedient and spent my time with God like early in the morning the way that I know I should have. So now I'm opening up my Bible app and I'm tired, but I'm not really opening up my Bible app to retain the information and study. I'm opening up my app just so that my streak doesn't mess up. So it's like, are you opening up your Bible to really eat off of it? Or are you opening up your Bible just to say that you're opening it? Because God doesn't have to do anything. And one thing about me and how I feel about God, I don't want him half stepping with none of my blessings. I don't want him half stepping with none of my deposits, none of my paychecks. I don't want him half stepping with my marriage. My, my children, my friends, my businesses, my family, whatever it is that God promised me, I don't want him half stepping with this. So I don't want to be in a place 
where I'm half-stepping with him. So I had to stop streaking. That's what I call it, because that's what I was doing with the version app. I had to stop streaking. Mm-hmm. I had to stop doing it um, just to say that I was doing it and actually doing it because I wanted to do it, because I wanted to get something from it. Um, another thing that I want to point out, too, when it comes to consistency, because people always feel like, oh, well, you know, just open up your Bible and just be consistent. But consistency is only good if you're being consistent with the right things. If you are consistently opening up your Bible and you're not studying it, you're not really getting anything out of it. That's not going, I'm not going to say that's not going to get you anything, but that's not going to really give you the fullness of what God really wants to give you. I'd be amazed when I open up my Bible and it might be a passage that I've read before multiple times. And depending on whatever season I'm in in my life, it just means something totally different. I get this new, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's astonishing the things that are in the Bible when you really study it. Even all the things that is going on like now with all this new age stuff and all this, like God literally said that y'all would do that. He said that y'all would be out here like trying to act like all these things are him and giving all these objects and false God. Like it's like nothing surprises God. So mm-hmm. why would I not want to, be completely obsessed with this book that knows everything that's literally giving me the cheat code. Y'all be thinking that these coaching programs be the cheat code. Y'all, the Bible is literally the cheat code. So study it to want to understand it, not just for the sake of saying, okay, I had my time with God today and whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you find yourself in a position where you don't understand it, get one that you can understand. I love the life application study Bible. I'm looking around because I thought it was up here. It's downstairs. (laughs) But that joint, it tells you the who, the what, the when, the why, the how, at what point, who were the main characters, what were their strengths, their weaknesses, key verses, the purpose. Mm -hmm. It has the whole scriptures up here. And then at the bottom, it reiterates them, but connects the dots between if you're in the Old Testament, it'll connect the dots between the New Testament and present day. And it just, it takes me like 20 minutes to get through like one chapter because I'm in the back in the concordance looking up definitions because I don't know what that word means. I right. want to sure get it right. Mm-hmm. But that's how you're able to combat the different tests with the word. Like talking about Jesus in the wilderness, he was weak. He was fasting for 40 days. I'll be ready to cut somebody out for, if I ain't ate right. for a few days. <laughs> he was a fasting for 40 days. So he was weak and tired. And the enemy came in with things that sound like scriptures, but they were not true. Mm. And Jesus was able to combat that with the truth. And so it has to be so deep in you that even when you're weak, even when you're tired, even when, you know, you're stretched thin, you're able to just stand on the word of God. When Peter was walking on water, he didn't start to sink till he started looking around. When he kept his eyes focused on Jesus, he was able. So the same thing for us, like we have to stay focused on Jesus. We have to stay focused on the word. We have to stay focused on living righteously, obeying God, repenting. Because I yes. don't even understand how there's so many, how there's so many popular Christian spaces that don't talk about repentance. How are we not repenting? Mm. We have sinful nature, nature that we have to constantly keep in check. Mm-hmm. And yes, God forgives us, but we have to repent. 
how how good how much of a blessing is it that we we don't have to go chop off the heads of goats and all of that every time we sin like <laughs> you know how much work that would be if Eric's oh crap I done did this let me go get another another one just just keep mm-hmm. I have a whole backyard full like at this point <laughs> we just want to keep y'all in rotation but yep. now we just need to repent. And, you know, now we just can repent and turn away, not just repenting mm-hmm. in words, but repenting by turning away. But these are all principles and things that we have to live out. And we can't talk about the promises without talking about the lifestyle in a way that we have to live to show ourselves approved for what God wants to do through us. Mm-hmm. And so I want to transition now to talk about supernaturally paid. So tell us, you told us a little bit about what it's about. Tell us about the podcast and what you're going to be doing to help people to live this supernaturally paid life. Yeah. So what I first just want to highlight is that when something is a God thing, it's so important to wait for God's instruction every step of the way. Um, I told y'all that the seed for supernaturally paid was planted in 2019. Here we are in 2022 almost three years later, and we are literally just making like our very first offer. You know, it wasn't like, oh God, let me do this. You know, let me go and run with it. Like there's so many different things that um, led up to this. So I just want to highlight that because I feel like oftentimes like God will give us an idea and it's like, wait, let me go and run with it. And you don't want that idea to be a distraction to you because it might not be necessarily what you're supposed to be doing um, in that way, in that season. So Um, When he gave me Supernaturally Paid, I just kind of like sat with it for a while. Like, okay, what's going on? You know, what is this? And, you know, I'm just going to let you guide me. I'm just going to let you basically like tell me, you know, when it's the win. Um, And the more I got into my passive income journey, because that's really how it really started as well. Like making a lot of passive income and people asking me, how are you doing this? And you don't even be like posting on Instagram. How are you doing this? And You don't even go live. And I really would think like, wait, I kind of like can't really explain this because I would love to just tell you, oh, I had a Facebook ad or, oh, you know, it was it was marketing. But and it was some of that. But a larger portion of that is really getting into a place where I completely trusted God. Like I literally in my business, I don't make any moves without consulting God about it. He truly is my CEO. This is the lifestyle that I live on a day-to-day basis. So with Supernaturally Paid, when I had people coming to me, initially they were trying to get me to go like back into like one-on-one coaching consistently. And I'm like, God, I know this ain't you. (laughs) This is not you. Like, I know you do not want me out here, like, you know, being a slave to my calendar and just working with people in programs that look like this. So I'm like, How can I serve an abundance of people? Because one of the biggest things that I did miss from coaching was I missed the results. I missed being able to just change people's lives in a way. Like, I mean, it, it brings me so much joy when I see people like you that I worked with years ago. And it's like, this is years later and you see them doing really well. But then at the same time, you know, like, wait, she ain't even scratched the surface yet on what God has, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see that. So that was something um, that I really missed. And I just felt like, I know I'm called to more, you know, I know I'm called to more people. So who are these people? What do they look like? And how would you like me to serve them? So God had me put together a course 
um, which the card for the course, I, I kind of soft launched it, but it's like opening up like <laughs> for real, for real next week. Um, the supernaturally paid course. And what really excites me about it, because I've always like hated courses. I've always been kind of against them because I feel like even the coaches that offer them, you be knowing that people sign up and never complete the course. And just, it's like 85% of people who buy courses literally do not complete the entirety of the course. So if you don't complete it, how are you getting the results? And for me, coming from a space of one-on-one -on -one coaching, I've always been so heavy on accountability. And I know that that's played a major role in how my clients have been able to get such great results. And so to have God instruct me to put together a course, but still have it set up where I can hold people accountable. Like, of course, you're getting modules because it's a course, but you're also getting group coaching calls with me even after the course. You're also getting um, a live event, a live supernaturally paid workshop. And for me, I'm like, it's powerful, especially in this space of working with Christian entrepreneurs, because sometimes people need you to lay hands on them. Sometimes people need you to lay hands on them and really get to the root of why they're going through the financial imposter syndrome. Um, I'm going to tell you all this story because I don't believe that Tatum knows this story um, about the supernaturally paid podcast and just everything like coming along with it. Um, but y'all like the supernaturally paid podcast, which like Tatum said, um, the trailer is out, but it's officially launching this week. Like I just, I'm gonna do my best not to get emotional. Like y'all know, like, I don't want to be like hitting y'all with a Tyrese, like crying, you know, the <laughs> and all of that. Um, but I remember when we first were talking about the supernaturally paid podcast and like where we were going to record. And we were talking about recording it at like a particular space. And you were like, oh, you know, I've been wanting to see this space. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I've been wanting to see it too. And like, I was like really excited. So then I remember when you sent me the location, I'm like, well, wait, I know that this is not that space because that space is on like way the opposite, you know, side of town. But when you sent me the address, I literally knew exactly, I knew exactly which building it was. I knew the cross street, like I knew where I was going to park at, like what was around the corner. Like I knew all of that. And the reason that I knew all of that was because this is the neighborhood that I lived in up until I was about six years old. Um, mm -hmm. Literally, the church that I used to attend as a child is right behind, like behind the alley from where we recorded the podcast. Like, I mean, it was like that much. So when I saw the address, I got so emotional and I went to God like, God, what are you doing with this? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he said to me, he said, I'm going to show you how I bring things full circle. And I'm going to show you how I can even use somebody like yourself that people never thought was qualified to be used, that people never thought I would call to a place like this. So when I go to get to the first day of recording a podcast, I wanted to get there early, not just for the sake of the recording, but I wanted to go past our old apartment because that old apartment is literally where the spirit of poverty was planted in me. So imagine being able to physically go back to the space where you remember that the spirit of poverty was actually planted in you. So I remember drove to the old apartment. I took pictures and everything. I was looking at my old bedroom window and it took me back to coming home in like 94, 95, six, seven years old and all of our stuff sitting outside because we had gotten evicted. So, you know, at six or seven years old, you might not necessarily know the definition of an eviction, but you know that you're 
bed is not supposed to be outside. Your toys are not supposed to be outside. Your clothes, your sister's crib, and you know, all these, your school book bag, like you know that these things are not supposed to be sitting outside. So I'm like, what is like I'm looking around like what is happening? Like, what does this mean? And so all of our stuff is outside, but I see that um my dad has like some men with him that's helping him like move the stuff like back inside. Like I guess they had finally cleared the rent, you know, got everything straight. And so moved out of back inside. But within like a couple of months, we were out of that apartment and living um, with my grandmother. So basically like downsizing, you know, in a sense. And so I remember at that time in my life, feeling like, even at that young age, feeling like I need to have money to be able to help my parents because my parents really don't have, you know, a lot of money. I don't want to be evicted. And that was something that even followed me into adulthood I would be so terrified of like not being able to pay my bills and not being able to do this and not being able to do that and so we this is why we got to be careful when we let the spirit of poverty in because when we let the spirit of poverty in it brings in its cousins it brings in worry it brings in doubt it brings in overthinking it brings in what it brought in for me was a spirit of adultery which we know is a sin um, I was so afraid to be poor. I was so afraid of being evicted, afraid of getting my car repossessed, afraid of experiencing all these things that I experienced as a young child that it made success become an idol. It made getting money become an idol. And we know the word of God tells us that it's not money that's the root of all evil, but it's the love of money. I was in a place where I loved money. It wasn't it wasn't on no, I'll do something strange for a piece of change, but I was definitely in a place where it was like, oh, you need me to fly out tomorrow to have a VIP VIP day? I take everything. Like, it was like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't spend time with God at this hour because I need to take a coaching call. Like, it became like that. Like, the success and the money became bigger than God. And that's out of order. You know, mm-hmm. you're operating in a spirit of error. So, so I went to the apartment, go outside, I pull up. And I remember I'm just praying outside of the apartment and I'm just thanking God that the spirit of poverty has been lifted off of me. I'm thanking God that um, the spirit of poverty is not going to continue in my bloodline, that the curse has been broken. Like, I'm just like having a whole like wrecking moment, you know, in this car. And I thought it was so powerful because the same neighborhood where the devil thought that he would have me locked into this spirit of poverty is the same neighborhood where God called me to record this podcast that's going to free so many people. So coming full circle like that is just so powerful. Like God is so good. Like the word literally tells us that he knows us before he puts us in our mother's womb. It literally tells us that he has the hairs on our head literally numbered. It's like if God, I mean, all the hairs on your head, like when you really think about it, when you really look at your scalp and be like, oh my God, like I have millions of hairs, you know, on my head and God literally has them identified. He literally has them numbered. Like, do you think that a God that is that detailed is not going to be just as detailed about your finances? Do you think he's not going to be just as detailed about getting you that house that he promised you, getting you that, um, car that he promised you, giving you that marriage he promised you, giving you that business. Like God is going to be that detailed in every single thing that he's doing in your life. So for me, the the course, of course, is very special to me. 
um, the supernaturally paid um, VIP experience where we're going to be doing actual like one-on-one VIP days with people. That's special. But I feel like the most special thing for me is really the podcast because I know that this is what God is going to use to serve the masses. I know that this is what God is going to use to honor his word in the book of Genesis, where he says, I will make your name great. Like, I know that this is just going to go out um, to an abundance of people. So this podcast is all things uncensored, y'all, when it comes to <laughs> entrepreneurship and, and Christ. You know, like Tatum said, there's been so many people for so long that have been scared um, to ruffle feathers. You know, we don't want to be looked at like we're any type of like Bible bully or we don't want to be looked at like, uh, she saved, but she a little bit too saved. You know, we don't want to be looked at in that way. But I love how I think it was um, in the book of Jeremiah, too, because I think I was reading this yesterday. But God tells Jeremiah, he says, basically, tell them what I told you to tell them and don't be scared. He says, if you like God hits you with like, you know how back in the day, like how your parents used to be like, if they hit you and you don't hit them back, I'm going to hit you. Type yeah. thing. God really hit him with that whole like. If you get up there and you act like you're scared of them, like, I'm going to give you something to, like, be, be scared about. And so for me, I'm literally afraid to not say what God has told me to say. And people, I think, sometimes take that into, like, a situation where it's like, well, you didn't have to say that in that way. Or maybe you could have been a little bit nicer or whatever. But the word of God tells us that we should be coming boldly to his throne. And I feel like when I'm getting on a supernaturally paid podcast i'm coming to god's throne because i'm working for him so it's mm -hmm. like if you have a problem you know with something that i'm saying if you have a problem with how i'm saying it that's something that you got to take up with god because we have already completed season one i don't know what we're gonna be talking about yet in season two but maybe in season one we addressing all y'all that like to be given the law of attraction credit we addressing all of y'all that like to be out here like replacing God with burning sage and, you know, the ones that like to be praying to crystals and thinking that crystals do the healing and all kind of stuff. Like we're literally addressing all of that. And I don't care who is offended because it's really not my business. You know, it's not my concern. Like my job is to allow God to use me. And you can believe that I'm not going to get in a space where God has given me a platform and I'm going to allow the enemy to censor it. Um, God has been speaking to me for years and years and years, probably about the last three years, about how so many Christian entrepreneurs are allowing the enemy to silence them. And it's funny when we think about that and we talk about money because we feel like, well, maybe I'm not making any money because my marketing, maybe I'm not making any money. You're not making the money you want to make because you won't open up your mouth. You don't realize that in your mouth, God has given you a gift that nobody can do in the way that you can do. Like every time I open up my mouth, my business makes money. It is amazing mm -hmm. to me. Every single time I go and I get on a live, I go and I do a podcast, I record a video that I think is the silliest thing. Like God blesses <laughs> me in some type of way. But I think like that fearlessness of, I'm not afraid to say this, God, I got, I got your back. Even though you don't even need me to have your back because you got it all covered. I got your back and I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to let you use me in whatever ways that you want to use me. So yeah, supernaturally paid. You can work with us in a variety of different ways. Um, most people are probably going to be working with us through the course, um, but we also have the VIP experience. And then of course the podcast as well. 
on last week's episode, we talked about, I was hot because I was just so irritated because, you know, God has just been showing me a lot. And Mm -hmm. one of the biggest lessons as of late, because he's, there's a lot of things that are now real in my life that I have prayed and fasted for, for a very long time. And I feel myself now back in a wilderness season and not in the, cause a lot of times we look at the wilderness season as a space where it's like lack, but that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. It's a right. double, it's a developmental stage. Right. And the Bible says we go from glory to glory. So once you get to that level of glory, most likely you're going to go back into a developmental stage mm-hmm. before you're released into the next. And so in this season, I've been spending so much time with God. And God has really been showing me how even as you're elevated, you think it's you think as you grow and you start to achieve success, it's like, okay, let me make sure I prioritize and product find the productivity hat to make sure that I'm still spending time with God. And so that's where I found myself in for a while. Like, okay, let me make sure I spend time with God in the morning and I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and I'm reading my word and all of that. And God has been really restructuring me. To, to see him as a dwelling place. Like, you know, no, I'm not a product. It's not a productivity hack on how you want to fit me in. I'm a dwelling place. And as that, that means I'm your home. I'm your place of refuge. I'm where mm-hmm. you live. And as I elevate you, it's, it's more time that needs to be spent. So that's where we've been at for like the last few weeks where I'm spending <laughs> more than half of my workday in mm-hmm. prayer. And yeah. and so in that time, God has been showing me so much. And one of the things he was showing me is that a lot of people of, of faith, there's a lot that he's doing. You can see it when you cut on the news of laws being overturned, people being taken out of position and all of this. Mm-hmm. God is restructuring things. And there are a lot of people of faith that he wants to put in certain positions. But because of, you know, the property mindset, timidity, uh, feeling like you're not qualified and all of these things were stuck and we've ex- accepted all of these lies as truth and it's keeping us stuck and stagnant as opposed to out and doing the work where he's called us to be. And I love that you touched on not getting silence because why do we think that is that what we do is not supposed to be confrontational? Come on now. <laughs> we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against oh. evil rulers and principalities in high places. You think we're going to be out here slaying demons and it's not going to be conflict? Like, come yeah. on now. It's supposed to be confrontational. <laughs> and the, the, the best part is that even in the confrontation, we already win. It's already fixed in our favor to have victory in oh. the first place. And we're scared to go out into a fight where the L, the, the W is already recorded for us. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Oh. And so... <laughs> I love that you talked about that because we just talked about that last week. And I'm I'm really excited for the first episode of the podcast because the first episode talks about the law of attraction versus the word of God and how these new, you talked about how you, when you, and this is going to lead to my question about this. So you talked about when you first um, wanted to be successful, how you went and got the book, The Secret and watched the movie mm-hmm. or attempted to watch the movie. Right. And you got the book and it just wasn't sitting right in your spirit. And I wanted to come back to that because a lot of believers, I think eventually you'll find yourself in this position. Cause same thing for me, my mother was in network marketing. So new age is all up and through that. And so she gave me like a personal development starter kit of like, 
How to Win Friends and Influence People, Thinking Grow Rich, and I forgot the third mm -hmm. one. And so that sent me down the rabbit hole because I thought that, you know, personal development is going to lead me to success in business and all of that. And I remember being in Barnes and Noble and I grabbed um, the book, Napoleon Hill's book. Uh, what was it? Conversations with the Devil or something like that. Mm. I forgot the name of it, but it was something about a conversation with the devil. And I sat there and was reading it and I was like, OK, and I'm flipping through and I'm like, mm. This don't even make sense. I think this sounds like scripture because I ain't know no better then. You know, I'm right. like, I sat in church enough times where I heard this before. I don't know. And then I got to like chapter three. I'm like, common sense hit me. Like, why would, <laughs> like, why why am I even sitting here right now? Please. Because why would the devil who wants to kill me reveal his tricks to Napoleon? Mm -hmm. Like, girl, gone somewhere. And so I left. <laughs> but you know, us having that similar experience, I think it's very, very common, especially now for yeah. to find yourself in that space to where it's something that seems godly. And because you're may not be fully developed in, you know, knowing the word or fully developed in your walk yet, you might be newer that you don't really understand that that's not God. And that that's, and not only is that not God, but that's demonic because we have to call a spade a spade. It's mm -hmm. demonic. And I don't care how good it feels or how attractive it looks or anything like that. The devil ain't going to always present himself with a pitchfork and horns and all of that. He's going to be whatever he needs to be to kill you, period. Mm -hmm. And so it's that serious. But I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to know when you found yourself in that space and you felt unsettled looking at this, mm -hmm. what was that? And how can believers who may be deceived, no, not intentionally, but find themselves in that space, be able to, to truly know like, okay, this is not God and be confident in it. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, and it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts.
This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing in accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. So it's so interesting how you talked about going down the rabbit hole, because I feel like that's exactly what I was doing. And that's how it starts. You know, you start with one book and then your friends that are reading the same exact books, they're telling you, oh, have you checked out this one? Then you go and check out that one. And then now you're going to conferences. Now you're investing in courses with these people who are doing all types of which I mean, I have even seen not in person, but I've seen it like in videos. I've even seen people doing demonic witchcraft at their conferences literally you're going to these conferences and they're putting all kind of spells and just all kind of things like on you all for the sake of you being quote unquote successful um so for me with the secret it started that way like hey you should read this you know this is the go-to book if you want to be successful and you know blah 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 like so i'm like okay well you know let's go and let's do it but what it taught me is that as a Christian, but also as a Christian entrepreneur, I have to protect my eyes and my ears at all times. What am I watching? What am I listening to? I mean, when I tell you there is so many things that has changed um, since I really gave my life to Christ, like I cannot even listen to music the same way that I used to listen to it anymore. I can't watch the same. And sometimes I'll be like, dang, like, I really like that show. I really like, it's tough when you get into something and God is like, no, but this is why you have to be praying over the things like that you think are so little, such as what should I watch, you know, on TV today? Um, what should I put on, you know, with my music as I work out? You know, what book should I go and read? Like, I literally pray to God about all of these little things because they aren't so little things. You know, these are things that are actually entering your spirit um, in some kind of way. They're entering your home. Like when I tell you when we move, from DC and came to Dallas, I threw away so many books. I wouldn't even like give them to other people. Cause it's like, I don't even want a book that stands for something like this, you know, being in your household. Like, I mean, it's, it's so important that you do that and not just pray about what you're watching and what you're listening to, but also like, don't let your flesh get in the way of feeling like, 
but God, I really want to finish this show, but I really want to watch this. I really want to, you know, watch that. I remember, um, watching not when it first came out, I think it had probably been out maybe for about a year when I started watching it. Um, but I started watching a show like Greenleaf and I got really into it. Like, girl, I'm telling you, like when it was the premiere, it was like a whole thing. Like, oh my God, Greenleaf is on, like, please don't talk to me. Like, it was like a big thing. So I remember I had watched like a couple seasons of it. You know, I was like pretty like deep into it. I think I was in like all the seasons except like the last one. And so God told me to stop watching it. And I was like, okay. Like, and I was a little sad though, because I'm like, dang, like I'm not going to know what happened with so-and-so and you know, what's going on. And I just, I listened immediately. It never was like, oh my goodness, you know, let me kind of sneak or let me go over my friend's house who won't be watching it or, you know, whatever. I just stopped watching it. I didn't even question it. And so probably about two years later, he told me that he wanted me to watch the last season. And I'm like, what is, you told me to stop watching this. Like what's going on? So I watched the last season and he clearly explained to me why he didn't want me to watch it a couple of years ago. He told me that I wasn't ready for a lot of the things that it would have exposed me to as far as like some of the things that it exposed in the church. And think about how people watch shows like that and they get very tainted, like church a mess. This is why I don't go to church. That's why I don't pray. That's why I don't do this. And when I started watching Greenleaf, I remember it was when I had moved into um, the last apartment that I was in in D.C. I had been saved, saved at that time for only about a year. So very new, very vulnerable. You know, at that time, it could have been very easy to be watching something like that. And I'm like, mm, all church people like this, this a mess. This ain't really that. This ain't like God wants to protect you and he's going to protect you at all costs. So don't get mad when God is like, don't watch this person. You know, don't listen to this person. I remember after um the verses, the Omarion and um Mario verses, I was like listening to songs that I hadn't listened to in like years. And I remember I was big into like Mario because of course like he's from Baltimore. So I'm like, man, I'm about to turn up. I'm about to be playing Braid My Hair, this song, you know, that song. And I remember like it wasn't his early songs that started to bother me. But when I would listen to some of the ones that came out like a couple years later, I'm like, this is kind of getting weird. Like, I don't know why I'm kind of like feeling like, you know, not really easy. And God is so good that he will give you your answer, even mm -hmm. when you're not like truly like actively like seeking it. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, you know, just let me get this off my iTunes, whatever. Like, I'm not going to listen to this no more. I'm minding my business, y'all, like a week later. I'm on YouTube. Not, I don't even listen to music on YouTube, none of that. I'm on YouTube, and um, a clip from a Mario interview comes up from a um, a Vlad episode. And I guess, like, Vlad had him coming up because, you know, the verses had just happened and, you know, whatever. So the interview comes up, and I'm like, okay, well, let me, you know, see what this interview was giving because the title was actually something about his mother, which, you know, being from Baltimore, I was always like very familiar with the situation with her addiction and stuff like that. So I opened up the interview and the first two minutes was cool. <laughs> then he started talking about how he's into mysticism. Um, he starts talking about what um, the symbol around uh, his neck means and uh, what the tattoo means and how... Um, even the way that he was like talking about his mother, um, 
you could tell was in a way that was like, you low key think you still be talking to her, like in the way that people be like, just y'all. She passed away? She passed away. Like probably. Oh, about- oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She passed away. And that's what the topic was. Like, how did you cope with her? You know, so I'm thinking I'm watching something. And again, this is how the enemy is so slick. Cause imagine watching that, turning that on and walking out of the room and you don't even realize all that has just came into your house, you know, through watching this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, when he was talking about it, you could tell that he's just so like deep into it. And you know, what's just so sad about it is that it doesn't mean that these people are bad people. A lot of them really don't know any better because they don't study the word of God. So mm-hmm. these things are introduced to them oftentimes when they're going through a painful time, losing a loved one. Now people telling you talk to the ancestors or mm-hmm. you don't have no money. So now people well telling you to wake up and talk to God before you talk to money. I mean, talk to money before you talk to God. So now you're idolizing success and you're willing to invest in all type of witchcraft to basically get to the success and, you know, all that type of stuff. Like people, a lot of them, not all of them, because some of them do know better and they still do whatever, but a lot of them do not know any better. Like they are absolutely out here and they're being deceived. And so for me, it's just even more of a testament that God needs people like us. And that's why Supernaturally Kate is just, is so special to me because it's time for entrepreneurs that really are going to call on Christ. It's time for us to come to the forefront. It's time for us to stop accepting scraps. It's time for us to stop playing safe in the back of the room because we're scared about what people are going to think. We're scared about people being offended. We're scared about people talking about us on these little forms of trolls that don't have nothing to do. It's time for us to come back to the forefront and show people what a life and business is like when you are really on fire for Christ. It's time to show people that giving your life to Christ does not mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're you're going to go through this whole struggle and be less than and watching. Because I get that question a lot. People will say like, well, why does this seem like it's so many people that don't believe in God that are successful? Why are all the people who are witches and talking about they do this and they do that? Why are they so successful? They are, These people are being deceived. It, it literally tells us in the scripture that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And you think that these people are so successful and you don't know what is going on behind the scenes. You don't know what type of diseases are entering their bodies because they've opened up these demonic doors. You don't know what type of spirits are coming for their children because they've opened up these demonic doors. You don't know what's going to happen to the next bloodline because of what they've been doing in this generation. And most importantly, you don't know where these people are going when they leave this earth because of they're doing because you better believe that God will not be mocked. You better believe that Jesus is going to be looking at these people and saying, flee from me. I never knew you leave from me right now. Depart from me. This is going to happen. So don't get caught up idolizing these people and thinking Mm -hmm. that, well, I got to be connected with them. I got to be, that's why I will say no. So quick. No, I Mm -hmm. cannot be on the podcast. No, I do not want to go live with you on Instagram. No, I do not want to come to this event. I don't, I'm not involving myself into that, period. I'm not compromising. My relationship with God is not going to be compromised by no means. Now, it's different if God says, like, listen, I've called you to this person, and he's using me to help this person. 
I have a lot of friends that are well past where I'm at in Christ. And I have friends that are nowhere near, you know, where I am in Christ, but I know that I'm assigned to them. It doesn't mean that mm -hmm. I come up every day and be like, did you read your Bible? Go to this scripture with me, chapter this. Like, it doesn't mean that, but I know what God is doing, you know, in these relationships and I'm letting him just do what he does. I know that the same way that God placed people in my life that when I was ready, I could call on them and say, please pray with me. I know that there are going to be people in my life now that would never say that, but they're going to be doing this, you know, in a few years, a few months or, you know, whatever. So just understanding um, the importance of why God needs you to be obedient um, to the calling and the assignment that he's placed on your life, being understanding of why God needs you to get off Instagram and get on a podcast. Being understanding of why God needs your live stream to be on YouTube and not on Instagram where they're out here rigging the algorithm because you can believe that it's going to be a reckoning with Instagram as well. God mm -hmm. is not pleased. And that's something that I've been trying to warn people about. I mean, it's already happening with the engagement, but I'm like, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't save yourself from the shackles of <laughs> I only market my business on Instagram, when that fire comes, your business is going to go down with it. Do not get caught up. Be obedient when God is telling you to take your business off of Instagram or also email your list or text your list or whatever he's instructing you to do as it pertains to your business. Yeah, God was showing me this week um, or last week at some time. These days be running together. But <laughs> he was just showing me just, I already knew how special podcasting was, but he was showing me how important it is for the believer because it's the only place that you can come and purely communicate his message. Cause ain't yep. nobody marking your podcast as hate speech and like, exactly. you know what I mean? Or it's bullying or whatever, or anything like that. That's just simply not happening in this space. And so I, of course, didn't know that when he had me start helping people with podcasting, but even, you know, doing this for some years now, it just lit that much more of a fire in me for shows like Supernaturally Paid and shows, and we only work with believers. So shows that we're able to help grow, just this space is a space where people can take the muzzle off, speak what God calls yeah. them to speak, not be timid. And then our team, you know, has the skills to help get that out there. But I'm grateful that there are more voices like you that's going to be in this podcasting space, especially in the business category, um, especially listening to these episodes. So I'm excited about Supernaturally Paid. Make sure you guys subscribe to the show. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, subscribe, listen to the trailer. Um, by the time y'all listen to this, the first episode will probably be out, uh, depending on when you listen. But Monday, the first episode comes out. I'm hyped. So make sure you rate the show, subscribe, all that good stuff. Raven, tell them where to follow you and find you outside of the podcast and thing. Yes. So my Instagram handle is just my first and last name, you guys, Raven Hoquette. Um, also, you can head over to godpaysme.info to get access to a free masterclass that I'm going to be offering. Um, the masterclass is all about nine money moves that every Christian entrepreneur should make. So I'm really excited about this class because in a time of everybody being scared about a recession and talking about this and talking about that, we are tapping into the instruction of God um, mm -hmm. and what he's telling us to do with our finances. So make sure that y'all check that out. Also, please make sure that you subscribe um, to the podcast. And if you're looking for more information about Supernaturally Paid, the course or the VIP experience, make sure that you head to 
supernaturallypaid.com and check out all those details. Thank you, Raven, for being on the show again. We'll make this the 2022 interview and we'll be back in 2023. Okay. <laughs> we won't be back with the update in 2023. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. And I'll talk to you next week. Robinhood is an investing platform that helps serious investors with their financial goals by giving them the tools to run their money on their terms so you can make power moves in your power suit even if that power suit might be fuzzy slippers or an oversized sweatshirt. But hey, that's what makes you you. Run your money with Robinhood. Learn more on Robinhood.com slash podcasts. Stocks and ETFs offered by Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Crypto offered by Robinhood Crypto LLC. All investing involves risk.